You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. The indictment of seven Iranians in the Rye Dam hacking case suggests that the attackers used Google dorking to find a vulnerable system. The dark web apparently isn't the best place for propaganda. It's just too slow and user-unfriendly to serve as a mass medium. If you use Zencart for your online customers, update it to the latest version. Stolen SHA-2 certificates are turning up in banking trojans. A new strain of ransomware is out, and we hear why hospitals seem susceptible to this form of attack. And we'll learn a bit more about why random numbers matter. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, March 28, 2016. Details of how hackers allegedly got into the control system of that dam in Rye, New York, emerged from the U.S. Justice Department's indictment of seven Iranians. They're said to have found the dam's vulnerable systems by Google dorking and then working their way through there. Google dorking, which name, by the way, shouldn't be taken to imply any nefarious intent or negligence on the part of the Mountain View search giant, is a technique of searching for poorly protected or exposed systems online. It's a form of pre-attack reconnaissance that uses search parameters somewhat more complex than typical searches. A common parameter might be file type, which would return files with certain specified extensions, such as doc, PDF, XLS, or so on. Another parameter might be site, which would return files located on a particular website or on a particular domain. An insecurely configured network is likely to expose its vulnerabilities to Google dorking. Once the hackers located a vulnerable system, the Bowman Street Dam, it was a matter of applying an exploit. And Rye can take much comfort, as it may, in realizing that their flood control dam was just a target of opportunity. ISIS is said to be responding to reverses on the ground by first conducting increasingly violent propaganda of the deed outside its core territory. This it celebrates online, and ISIS received some sad competition this Easter from its jihadi rivals in the Pakistani Taliban, who claimed responsibility for a massacre targeting Christian parents and children in a Lahore park on Sunday. Second, within territory still under ISIS control, the caliphate seems to be withdrawing from the internet, using more easily controllable legacy media to spread and reinforce its message. So inspiration stays online, but operations seem cellular and locally controlled, and much recruiting in the West appears to have moved into prison populations. Interestingly, ISIS appears not to be particularly active in the often-discussed, much-feared dark web, those precincts of the Internet not indexed by standard search engines. 
The dark web, as Defense One points out, is proving, quote, too slow and annoying for terrorists, end quote. A study conducted at King's College London found relatively little jihadi activity on the dark web. Apparently, the dark web is good for running black markets, so you'll find a criminal presence there, but as far as propaganda and communications go, the dark web just isn't well adapted to getting the word out. After all, if you want the curious and the impressionable to find your message, it's much better if they can just Google your inspiration. Trustwave researchers describe a cross-site scripting vulnerability in the widely used open-source online shopping cart app Zencart. Zencart has patched the problems Trustwave disclosed to them, and users of the app are advised to upgrade to the latest version of Zencart 1.5.5. Note that it's the sellers, not the buyer, who are the ones needing to upgrade. SHA-1 may be on its way out and SHA-2 on its way in, especially after Microsoft updated its crypto libraries in favor of SHA-2 last year. But as all of us adapt to newer hashing systems, so do the criminals. Symantec researchers are finding that the authors of the Carburp banking trojan are now signing their code with stolen SHA-2 certificates. The lesson for users is to not trust certificates blindly. Consider the file source and take other precautions. And while you're at it, safeguard your own certificates against theft, too. Researchers at Carbon Black are warning of a new ransomware strain, Powerware, which is fileless and written in the Windows PowerShell scripting language. Word documents crafted to induce victims to disable the Word Preview Sandbox and execute malicious macros are the vectors. Hospitals are particularly affected. Ransomware does indeed appear to represent a growing threat to the healthcare sector, we talked about this with Buffer Zone CEO Israel Levy. Given the fact that the information stored in, uh, on each and every computer in the hospital typically is very sensitive and it's needed as, as much as a life-threatening uh, situation if you lose it, I believe attackers would go after this kind of information and uh, encrypt it and try and blackmail the people holding it uh, given the high price of uh, not obtaining this information. Second thing is, given the fact that some of the hospital already released information about the fact that they have been attacked and the, uh, and the attack was regarded as successful, uh, it may draw some other people to try and get to the same segment given the success of the, the initial uh, attack. I think everyone experienced it, but hospitals are more open about it. Levy says healthcare providers need to take a practical approach. Our recommendation is, uh, you know, address uh, and map all your inflow of information to the company and make sure that you know where you have threats flowing in. Typically, it will be your web browsers and your email attachments. So what you need to do is just segregate, separate, keep this information that comes from the outside world in a secured container, and then once you decide you want it in, you need to have the means to bring it in in a way that will not allow the bad guys to get in. Buffer Zone's website is bufferzonesecurity.com. In industry news, the insurance sector continues to approach offering cyber insurance with some caution. Premiums are high, but the lack of actuarial data still worries insurers. It's hard for them to be sure how much risk they're actually assuming. Apple is apparently familiar with Celebrite, the company widely believed to be helping the FBI open the iPhone implicated in the San Bernardino Jihad case. Observers think the Bureau will eventually have to disclose how they got into that iPhone, assuming that the Bureau succeeds. The AP reports that Apple is a Celebrite customer, using its products in some of its stores. 
But if Celebrite's already in the Apple Store, how might that disclosure be news? So listeners, belly up to your local Genius Bar and ask the geniuses on duty what they think. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joining me once again is Jonathan Katz. He's a professor at the University of Maryland and also director of the Maryland Cybersecurity Center. Jonathan, when we were back at RSA, the, the, no- the subject of random numbers came up uh, time and time again and the importance of random numbers. Why are random numbers so important to cybersecurity? Well, random numbers turn out to be uh, vital for various applications in cryptography. And the easiest example of that is just the example of generating a cryptographic key. When you generate a cryptographic key that you're going to share with some other uh, party with whom you're going to communicate, you want that key to be random so that an attacker in particular won't be able to guess it. And the less random your key is, uh, the easier it will be for an attacker to guess it. And once they guess it, of course, all the security of your encryption or authentication or what have you is going to be lost. Are there methods for proving that that a, a number or a string of numbers are truly random? Well, that's interesting. That gets into the question of what it even means uh, for something to be random, at least for the purposes of cryptography. And the fundamental measure here is uh, entropy, which relates to exactly how hard it is for an attacker to guess the value of your random number. And so you want to make sure that any random number you're using for those purposes is really unguessable to the attacker. Uh, There have been some advances in the last couple of years, actually, uh, on quantum mechanical methods for generating randomness where uh, the device can be proven to output random numbers that are unguessable to within a particular degree. Now, what about uh, using a, a number, like an irrational number like pi as a source for a random number? Does that get you anywhere? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I hear that often. And um, the problem is that it doesn't really give you the randomness that you need for cryptography. So there might be some notion of randomness or, uh, or, or chaotic behavior in, for example, the digits of pi, 
but they're not at all random because the digits of pi are public. So if you're going to be picking your key based on some consecutive digits of pi, and if an attacker knows that, then it would be trivial for the attacker to figure out exactly what your key is. So those kind of numbers would not be suitable for cryptographic purposes. All right, Jonathan Katz, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.